0: Joining us now live from the UK. This is ahead of the Rugby League World Cup. It opens tomorrow night. England and Samoa, eleven thirty our time. But what we're going to be concentrating on is four thirty am Sunday morning, Australia and Fiji. Joining us now from the UK, Kangaroos assistant coach and great friend of this show, Michael Hagan.
1: Michael, good morning. Good morning, boys.
0: How's, how's the weather in the UK to start with?
1: Well, we'll have to say today was. Uh, nearly a perfect day of sunshine believe it or not and um, about 16 of our players played on a magnificent golf course at Manchester so they had a fantastic uh, day off I might add. Are you a golfer Hakes? I am but I had some very important work to do with the great Mel Meninga so I declined the golf invitation. Oh
2: I see very important work that sounds like you've planning a strategy to how we're going to beat Fiji. Well,
1: we've got a bit of work to do. So we've only had, I guess, two sessions uh, together as a group. It's a fairly new group that's come together. So we've got a bit of work to do uh, over the coming weeks. But we've had a a really good first week and uh, training's been uh, exceptional. And we've got our captains run uh, tomorrow uh, afternoon at Leeds, at Headingley, and then we'll play the Fijians. And they're tipping... a. A full house, I think it can hold 21,000 fans, and I think they've sold all tickets at this point. So it's going to be an exciting uh, start to the campaign, and and there's a lot of interest over here uh, with plenty of nations uh, fancying their chances uh, for the World Cup, which has been postponed from last year, of course.
2: Hags, I think only a supreme optimist would suggest that Fiji have got any hope of beating the Kangaroos how do you go into that game is it uh, full tilt everybody on board or will, will you rest a few to start with or what's
1: the plan oh, i think it's it's very much about um, trying to set the standards for the kangaroos again we haven't been together as a team for over three years and there's seven debutants coming into the team so there's no question about the uh, requirement that mal has sort of set for the the kangaroos again about wearing the green and gold jumper they had uh, some jersey presentations uh, this morning where all their families joined in on a Zoom catch-up, which was fantastic. So I think there'll be a lot of emotion in and around the team uh, for our first game on Saturday night against Fiji. So hopefully uh, we'll see a good performance to kick things off. And we need to be really physical. I mean, that's that's the nature of the way Fiji plays. So we need to make sure we come with the right mindset. And Mel's you know, stressed that really hard in the opening uh five to seven days of this, of this campaign.
0: Mick, you've got the three pool games kicking off with Fiji, then the following weekend we've got Scotland and then Italy. The boys that played in the grand final, Nathan Cleary, I say, yo, Liam Martin and Regan Campbell-Gillard, they're resting, and I think Lindsay Collins is still serving out a suspension. So will all those lads play in that second game against Scotland?
1: Yeah, they'll all play uh, next week, including... Campbell Graham and also Matt Burton, who are number 18 and 19 at the stage. So, Mal's very mindful of uh, making sure that everyone gets uh, a share of footy in the opening three games before he then starts thinking about uh, our best 17 for the quarterfinals, semi finals, if we're good enough to progress that far.
2: So, with that in mind, does that mean that those who haven't played for several weeks will see a lot more of them in the first couple of weeks?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's been a bit of a balancing act with. Some players whose campaigns finished uh, in the regular season rounds, and then we've had a number of players obviously play right through the semi-final series and all into the grand final. So it's a bit of a um, an issue of just managing their their workloads and um, game time. And I mean, the Prime Minister's game was a good example for uh, three or four or five players to get a, a bit of footy there. So uh, blokes like you know Tino Fasil Malawi, Angus Crichton, um, DCE, Benny Hunt you know they'll all have the benefit of uh, that game and, and they'll all be very much front and centre for the game on Saturday night
0: Mick, uh, you're going to do what, what Queensland did we're going to have Ben Hunt starting there I was going to say in the number 9 jersey but we'll get to that in a moment but he'll be starting there in dummy half and, and Harry Grant's going to come off the bench I did see Mal said that might have to change though when we get to say the bigger sides like the Kiwis because he thinks he might need a an all forwards bench there.
1: Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think Mau's still fairly open minded with the make up of the starting thirteen and the bench for that matter. I mean, Ruben Cotter's a good, good example who can who can play a number of positions in the forward pack, including a bit of dummy half if we needed him to. So I think Mau's um, you know got a number of options uh, up his sleeve and you know, hasn't really settled on. On the approach, and you know that will determine you know who we play and when, as to what the makeup of the team should look like. But I think overall we've got a you know really exciting group. We've got a really balanced team, and, and some very smart players in the key positions. So uh, looking forward to seeing how that all unfolds, including uh, James Tedesco, uh, obviously as captain and fullback. Uh, you know, I'm sure he'll be keen to to lead the team well and, and get his own campaign off to a good start.
2: Higgs, uh, you mentioned before that some of the boys went and played golf uh, a little bit earlier today, your time, or yesterday. For the benefit of those who don't know how this works, it's a long campaign. Are you in each other's pockets all of the time? Like, is it breakfast together, dinner together, um, basically quarantine from
1: getting out there in the big, wide world? Yeah, I mean, we're we're certainly spending a lot of time together. I mean, Mal's, you know, the most experienced uh, person when it comes to having been on tours as a player and as a coach, so he's very much about uh, trying to make sure that we're all uh, mixing in and uh, looking after each other uh, as much as we can. And I guess we've got you know twelve debutants, so you've got a number of guys that haven't been uh, on a tour before, including you know, a couple of young players, Jeremiah Nano, and he has turned twenty, I think, um, and a couple of guys that you know, haven't been in this representative sort of arena because of COVID and because uh, no one's really travelled too much. So uh, yeah, we're very mindful of just the the duty of care and making sure that we look after each other's welfare, and um, you know that's always a big part of uh, Mal's um, sort of plans with these teams. And you know I think we'll we'll enjoy ourselves, but um, yeah we'll be spending plenty of time together on and off the field.
0: Mick, I uh, always get asked this question when you get to Kangaroo Tours. Initially, do the Queenslanders hang out with the Queenslanders, and the same with the Blues, or with their club loyalties? They all know one another; and they, they gel pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I think Mal's, you know, he's been around uh, the Kangaroos now for a number of years, and uh, the first thing that he talks about when players come in is to put uh, your sort of NRL and state um, allegiances to one side. It's about the green and gold jumper, about representing your country, and and being great mates. So, uh, yeah, we've seen some really good relationships built already. I mean, I've I've seen Regan Campbell-Gillard and Isaiah Yo, you know, spending most of every day together and uh, you know I think he's actually enjoying uh, his time with you know Liam Martin and Nathan Cleary again having played together at the Panthers so there's some really good you know combinations even within clubs within the group and and the whole Queensland you South stuff I think you know players are happy to put that to one side and and do the best they can for the green and gold jumper
2: higgs uh, for some obvious reasons, some of these sides under normal circumstances wouldn't have been given a chance of winning the World Cup with with players going back to um, their nation of origin, the likes of Samar and that mightn't be ideal for Australia, but it certainly opens it up somewhat. Uh, you know, We've probably got four or five realistic chances of winning the Cup now.
1: Yeah, I guess the, the interest in the World Cup is nearly, I, I would say, the strongest it's ever been. Uh, BBC mm. are covering every game free to wear as an example. We've got uh, Channel 9, Channel 7, Channel 10 all in and around the team, um, you know, covering uh, the World Cup and I think there's genuine excitement uh, in the UK around uh, a number of chances this year with, you know, obviously Tonga uh, England, uh, Samoa and um, and New Zealand of course, you know, probably going to be uh, one of the harder teams that we might face in in a semi-final situation. So I think it's Certainly a bit more open than it's been and um, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty entertaining uh, five or six weeks of footy.
0: One of the uh, interesting talking points back here in Australia, because when we fir- first heard that the, the jersey numbering system is going to be different here at the World Cup, how does that sit with the boys?
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't you know, ideal. I mean, I, I think Mal has conveyed that in his most uh, recent press conference around uh, the, the rules having been changed, sort of a little bit Uh, at late notice and not really in keeping with what his expectations are around around having your your test jumper positional and, you know, one that uh, is very important um, from his point of view. I mean, he he puts a lot of value on uh, being the best player in your position at that time uh, for your country. But, you know, the rules were sort of set um, and the decision was made around uh, trying to come up with a fair way to um, reward players that have already been in and around the test team for a while, you know it's obviously had its uh, share of critics. But you know Mal wasn't prepared to name his best 17 because he, I think genuinely, doesn't know uh, what that's going to look like. And you know the, the halfback role is a great example of that. With David Sherwin's having the first opportunity this week, and Nathan Clear will get an opportunity to to wear the, the number seven jumper next week.
0: We know it's getting late there in the UK, Mick. We really appreciate your time this morning. Good luck Sunday morning against Fiji. I think in these early stages, we just hope we come through unscathed injury-wide. We appreciate it. We'll catch up again soon.
1: No worries. all, All the best. Thanks.